Actually, the first full day is just directed towards people that are in partnership. You guys are partners with us in, in this. We know that. No matter what, you guys are partners with us in ministry. That's why we've invited you to do this with us. And this is our first one. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, open it up for any questions. We're going to... Um, it's uh, One of the things you'll learn is fact-finding mission. What are the facts? What's the root of situations? What's going to help us in the long term as well as, you know, in the short term? But uh, always taking a perspective from uh, a lot of different directions. So uh, even our team members that are out there, they may, they may throw in some ideas for us that may relate to one of the questions that you may have to help clarify a little bit more. Uh, Dr. Recky is extremely amazing when you sit in a, in a session with him like that, just to hear him pull out of you guys the answers that you're actually looking for. And so um, he did that to me one time and pulled the slack out of me, but I needed it. And so, but it's, it's one of those things that it's just an eye-opening experience. And so we don't ever and won't ever claim to have all the answers, but we believe with the host of people that we have in here, we'll be able to uh, to generate what it is God's trying to cultivate in the inside of you, especially if you have a question. So Pastor Justin's and I, are, we looked at, all of us looked at this question, and uh, we want a little bit more clarity. So in, in light of that, this is a safe harbor. And that's something that Cassie and Joseph were explaining to you guys earlier. A safe harbor is, look, you know what? What goes on here stays here. So it's one of those things as a leadership, you've got to have that confidence with each other. If you're going to talk about what we're doing behind our back. That's a, a breach of confidence. That needs to be pulled in, and you need to be able to go, hey, uh, what happened? So if you have something like that, you need to make sure. We, we're going to always handle it straight up right there at the moment uh, as quickly as possible so that you know we can uh, make sure that we're going in the right direction. So we had a, a question, so we're going to take that, and we're going to try to mine that and try to figure out, because we weren't exactly sure what the question uh, was it was about in its fullness. So we need to know a little bit more. So if this is your question, we're going to ask you to step up and help us with this answer. All right. So the question is, how are you going to teach me how to teach? What does that look like in general? So I'm going to be bold enough to answer, ask that question. Anyone? Maybe. Miss Kelly? Yes. Yes. Wonderful. And, and this is what we're asking, just to give you a little insight here, Kelly. It's just for us, uh, we were trying to figure out, are you it's asking? Not a wrong, it's not a bad question. It's a so. great question, great actually. Question, so. so we're trying to figure out, do you, are you asking it from like teaching from a pulpit or are you asking about teaching like within your team? So Teaching within my team. Okay. So I have a desire to teach and I don't know how to do that. So oh, I'm wondering, good. you know, because you said you would equip us and you would. You that's know. right. So I'm wondering how. Well, let me let me like? let me ask you a question. Um, what is the first step that you do on Sunday mornings when you get here when you're running pro presenter? Turn all the equipment on. You turn the equipment on. Okay. What do you? So how did you learn to be able to do pro presenter? Tessa taught me. Tessa taught you, Tessa taught okay, you. but but Tessa taught you based. She taught you based on her experience, right? Yes. Okay, so pretty much, so pretty much the same thing. How are we going to teach you to teach? You can only teach something of what you know. We're not asking you to teach something that you don't know how to do it or 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 what to do. So the the main thing is, it's like with Jesus. I mean, when Jesus sent the disciples out two by two, he told them, he goes, uh, you know, freely you receive, freely give. 
He didn't say, now, I want you to do something you've never done before. He just says, what you've, what you've received, that's what you give. That's right. So it's really in that same thing. So, so in just in a simple way, it's, it, it's pretty much just modeling what you already know. And you do it, you do it in a way of, of humility. You do it in a way of, of nurturing. You do it in a way of, of care and in a, in a way of just leading someone along. And then, you know, you show, then, then you do it with them, and then you watch them do it into where they do it by themselves. So it's just that same pro- progression of, of modeling and teaching and coaching. So. Yeah, that's good. You know, it's funny, it's funny that you asked that because uh, knowing Tessa and uh, – when Tessa came, Tessa's so, so talented at what she does. She has one of our fastest growing teams. She's continuously cultivating at this point. And her, her, for her team, it's growing quicker than it did when she first got here. And it came from the exact same situation. She didn't have a platform to teach a whole lot. And she has cultivated that extremely. And one of the things that we do as a staff and your leaders will do as well is put things in your hands that gives you a better understanding of how to communicate, how to get something across. And that's one of the things we'll continuously cultivate in your team, especially if you have a desire. The Bible says through desire, a person separates himself and intermeddles with all wisdom. So through your desire, you're going to find, uh, and, and this is for anybody in here, in that situation, you're going to find that through your heart's desire, it's going to be fulfilled right there in that situation. And we're going to help you grow into that leader and be able to teach the way that you're, you're capable of teaching. So that's good. It's a good question. <coughs> yes, ma'am. Um. Okay, hold it for me. Um, it's interesting. Everything that Jesus did, he always said, as I do, do, and which is what Jesus did. I mean, he said, I only do what I see my father do, and I only say what I hear my father say. So most of your leading is going to come from example. A lot of it is going to come from example. And, and I've, I've just had this passage on my heart, and I, I was looking it up on the way here, and it's in John um, chapter 13 and in verse, actually it's in um, verse 15, he says, for I have given you this, this is right after he has washed their feet, and he says, for I have given you this as an example so that you should do what I've done for you or what I've done to you. And he says, a servant is not greater than his master and no one who is sent is superior to the one who sent me. If you know these things, blessed and happy and to be envied are you if you practice them, if you act accordingly and really do them. And so what he was telling them was he washed their feet and he said, now you go and do to them. And it, it's interesting. I, obviously, Peter said no. If y'all remember that, you know, Peter's like, no, you know, don't wash my feet. <laughs> yeah, he's like, wash my whole body. And so he was just like getting really carried away or whatever. And what Jesus was trying to show was exactly what we've been talking about is humility and service is how we've learned. That's how you train and you teach others, you know, with that same humility and service. Now, I mean, obviously, if you want to wash their feet, wash their feet, but it's, it's that same, I'm not judging where you've come from or where, where you've had to step because we've all had different, come from different places um, but I'm here to wash your feet or to apply this cleansing water, this 
refreshing water and help you on your journey. That's basically what we're doing as leaders. We're not just to tell them what to do and, and you know, be responsible for them. Yes, of course, but also to love on them, to serve them, to be humble before them as you train them. I mean, this is something Jesus told us to do. Wash their feet as as I've washed your feet, now go and do that for others. So. You know, and I'm, I'm sure I've missed uh, Rick sharing this, um, but one of the, the Dean Rackey process that I think for me is the, the greatest thing is about discipleship is it's adding value. And so when you, you look at the washing the feet and you look at teaching, you know, just by you learning that, all of a sudden it creates a value within you you know, learning to do graphics. I think of, you know, Rashida that comes up here and, and has learned learning and, and doing graphics. I think, look at Ashley about how she's grown in, in worship. And, and, and so really the whole, and I could go around the room, but what happens is it creates a value within that person. And so when you're talking about discipleship, it's, it's I am investing, it's just Jesus is I'm doing this for you and I'm creating value. I'm making you bigger on the inside. I'm, I'm adding, I'm, I'm giving you a bigger vision that you had by your, on your own. And, and, and I love the aspect of this whole model of what we're trying to accomplish as a church because it's making you better ultimately so you can make those that God's placed around you better and, it, and the thing is, it just it watches the whole body rise because of adding value to someone. When we walked in at the end, I know y'all were talking about relationship. Is that what y'all were talking about? Part of it. But I, and I don't know how long you, you all talked on that, but that is huge as a leader. That is huge as a leader is to be connected or have relationships. True. You know, part of the teaching, uh, and this is, this is a great teaching environment even right here. You know, you asked that. Thank you so much for, for stepping out like that, Kelly. Because here's the reality of it is, the reason you do this in a group, because that's a legit question right there that everybody in here can glean from. Yeah. I mean, you know, some, and there, there may, it may be a specific question that you're wondering yourself. And so taking an opportunity with a team, you're teaching at one time rather than the next time, oh, Eric comes up and he's a, hey, man, how do I teach that, you know? Same thing. I'd go through the same process that, well, now Eric's already learned that because he learned that because Kelly was willing to step out and say, hey, uh, I need some clarity here. And that's what you do as a team. You make each other better. If I can learn from somebody, somebody else, then, then, then it's, it's a whole lot better for me. And so rather than me being stuck, okay, oh, okay, it's not that hard. You know, God's never going to ask you to do something that he hasn't equipped you to do it. And so trust in that process and the team as well. So what are the questions? Because this is a total questions. We're going to try to be, uh, you know, as transparent as, as uh, we're going to be transparent. That's bottom line for us. But y'all be transparent too. Ask some questions and uh, just if you've got some thoughts towards where, where we're talking about. Can I just add something? Yes, ma'am. Are you on? Ma'am, I'm on you can only give something that you have. So the way I lead worship is the way I was taught to worship. So it's the same thing. That's part of the heritage. I think sometimes as leaders, we feel like we've got to come up with something new and fresh instead of building upon the heritage or the foundation that's already been laid for us. So, yeah. Yeah. I even just add to that, just as it pertains to us in a group, just, you know, for me, just being submitted to Dr. Savell, been with him since 1999, 
I'm not going to start teaching something that he doesn't teach. Hmm. I'm not going to come up with some dip, deeper revelation or, or something. Why? Because I'm, I'm submitted to him. And if I start teaching something outside of what he believes, then I'm an error. Whether, whether it may be truth or not, the thing is, is, is I, have to, I have to submit myself under him and, and carry, do things the way he would do things. That's so true. there's a lot of times when it, with finances or giving to different things, benevolence, whatever, I, you know, not only do I ask, what would Jesus do? But I ask, what would Jerry do? You know, what would, what, you know, what would, what would the Savelles do? Because, because I, I, I wouldn't, you know, and, and you have to ask yourself, even, even from that standpoint, when something happens within, within your group and your, in your department, okay, would Justin and Annette treat this person this way? Yeah, good. Would, 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 would Justin, would, would they, um, you know, would they um, yell at that person yeah. in that situation? Yeah. You know, you so say you have to ask yourself, how would I respond in this situation? Because that's part of just emulating, you know, those that are above you and handling it in, in, the, in the proper way. That's good. That's good. Any questions? Questions. Raise your hand. Yes. Hold on. Tanya's going to come to you. Mr. Bullis. How do I put this? You said that you had an open forum with the staff whenever you had an incident or situation that came that needed to be corrected, correct? Mm -hmm. That you just don't pull an individual out and talk to them individually and correct them, mm -hmm. which is totally opposite of the concept of the world, so that we would learn as a group. Mm -hmm. Can we do that? Uh, can we follow that same example with our groups? Is that what you would want us to do? Yeah. Uh, there's some, there's, uh, there's a, uh, an aspect that we all there's a, a, a principle that we all take upon us, love covers. So there's sometimes if someone is in, an, uh, in, a, in, a, in a situation that needs to be covered, a moral issue or something that's not, uh, that nobody else really needs to know about, that's a different aspect of what we do as, as a pastoral and a leadership team is we don't, if it's not going to be something that uh, we can um, specifically deal with personal. There's some personal issues that take place that we're going to love on people. So we're not going to expose that to the whole entire team. We just may cap it as, you know, here's a, here's a situation that we have and, and, and give it more of a broader uh, insight in order to be able to coach all together. Does that make sense? So there's a process for us. Yeah. Now, as a team, if it's something that's dealing specifically with the team, yeah, so. the team if, if we're, then we're going to deal with it as a team. Yeah. But if it's something that's a, diff, it's a personal issue with them as ministers, uh, we're going to follow the scriptures and we're going to go to them personally and find out the facts from them personally, just in case, say something was, something was said about somebody being caught in adultery or something like that. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go to them specifically and handle this from, in a way that, that covers them. Or Does that make sense? And well, then, the but, that, but when it's a yeah. team thing, if it has to deal with a team, we're going to deal with it as a team because it is evolving the team. Like if someone were to do something that was out of bounds or the way they handled, like Pastor Justin said, they handled the situation not in a good way. So as a team, you know, it's like, okay, Art and Steve, y'all have a push and shove in the foyer because you didn't like the color pants he was wearing that morning. Okay? So, you know. The two least likely The people. two least, yeah, exactly. <laughs> two least likely. It's just a good, a good way to look at that. Then we're going to 
we're going to, as a team, guys, why did we have this situation? How could we have avoided this situation? And what are the things that we're going to do to make sure we're never in this situation again? So we bring that on the table as a team. So can you maybe give a little more? It gives the team the opportunity, too, to pour into whoever that is. Encouragement. We've got each other's back, you know? So, yeah. Did you have more to that, though? Well, I just wanted to bring that up because it's not a carte blanche to be able to correct people. Yeah. yeah. We also have to, as leaders, we also have to have discretion to understand there's a time to open for them, mm-hmm. instruct and teach and learn. Yes. And there's also a time to have, and everything is love, correct? Yes. And everything totally. we're supposed to bring it out yes. with, with love. And, 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 and that as a leader is, is our responsibility, your responsibility. If you're, in the, if you're the lead in that situation, if things are going in a direction that they don't need to be, then that may even be a time that you call the person that's even above you. Like in a, in a health ministry situation, you're over department. Miss Betty, I may need you to step into this meeting. We want to try to discuss something here. She, cause she's over all of our help. So she would be the one that would be in the meeting with your team. Does that make sense? And yes. that situation. And if it was even further than that, they may ask me to step in there to try to help and resolve. But most of the time it'll get done within that group. Denise. I just wanted to make a, a quick comment to Art. Sometimes you don't really have to, if there's a situation, react right then and there. A good thing that can kind of diffuse it is just to say to the person something like, let me get back to you on that. So when there are situations where it may not be the appropriate time just to jump in right then and there, it's oh, not like good. you're not addressing Timing. it, but you have times to collect your thoughts maybe get counsel or something like that. That's good. And then that way you've not put the person off, but, you know, you've had time to regroup and then get the right approach to how you should handle something. That's smart. That's wisdom right there because sometimes you need time to sit on it. And even the team needs time to think about it. So it's going to be a situation we we felt this is what's going on. Let's take some time, come back, pray about it. Let's try to address this as a team maybe uh, next week or whenever the next one is. That's good. Don't be shy. Don't everyone go at once. Back over there. Hold on. He's coming to you. He's coming to you. There could be some people that have a desire to or see something that a department may improve on if more people were involved in it, such as pro-presenter. However, they might not have the skills, the complete skills to run something like that. And and it's not just pro-presenter, but it could be um, the social media part where they're just like, I know social media, I know advertising, I know marketing, but there are some guidelines, some policies that the the church has as far as branding and things like that, is there a way to kind of have a um, cross-training or something like that, that if people want to get involved in these different areas, but they don't have, they might not have the, the skills to start doing it, if we could and yes. give them some guidance on how to start? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I know you're, you're probably over that, and I would test, I could tell, testify too. That's, uh, Pastor Justin even talked about Ashley. It talked about Rashida, uh, and I know even Kelly were a part. Let's just take, for instance, 
the, me the media department. Uh, getting in on the ground level is not necessarily uh, a ground level situation. We got thoughts and ideas. Some people are, uh, can take us further and faster than we could than where we are just with a few ideas and thought processes. So if that's an interest or something to that effect, it's important to step into that team, whether it was media or social media or communications or anything like that. So getting involved on a team, even though you might not be totally uh, ready to just say, I'm the, I, could, I could lead this, just stepping in on that team is going to add value to us because of an interest and a desire. Because God put that heart, if somebody has that on their heart, God's placed those desires. There's that scripture that says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. A lot of people just think it's give you desires. He's going to give you whatever you desire. No, there's also there's things that he's going to place. When you delight yourself in the Lord, when you're seeking after God, he puts something on your heart that says, I really want to do that. And so because of that, but you might not have all the skills that it takes. So getting in on a team on the ground surface or even in the middle of it, puts you in a position that the you can, you can learn on a faster track and then you'll learn the ins and outs and be able to help us accelerate that department as well. Did you have something? Yeah, it's process. So um, a couple of examples. If you, Let's say, you, man, I know I'm supposed to be a worshiper. Do you sing? Well, no. Do you play the piano? No. Do you play the guitar? No. So what am I going to do? I'm going to say, you know what? If you are that interested and sold out, come to our rehearsal, sit in on them, get the heartbeat of the ministry, but go get yourself some lessons. Now, in the case of like pro presenter, that's a little different. We have people who can help and train you. That's how Kelly started out. She didn't know all the ins and outs. She just had a desire to serve in that department. Tessa poured into her. Now she can pour into other people. Do you see how that works? So absolutely. If that's an area, if there's an area of the ministry, you're like, man, I really like social media, but I have no clue how the church goes about doing that. Then, you know, write on your forum. I'm excited about social media. Then we're going to get, we will train you. Now I can't teach someone how to play certain instruments because I haven't played them different. It depends on what position you want to be in. Let's say, I know I'm called to be in children's ministry. Well, you know what? Start serving in the children's. Maybe you've never taught before ever. Start serving in that department and learning and gleaning and recognizing that there's a process. Sometimes that process is quick. Sometimes it's across the years, just like we heard earlier today, Jesus lived 30 years for three years of ministry. Moses, 80 years before he stepped in. So I think we have this thing in our mind, we got to achieve it right then. You know what? I didn't start leading right when I knew I was called at 13. It took me years to get to where I am today, but I've gleaned from everything. So, but different to like social media, that's not going to take years, but it is going to take time and process learning from whoever your team leaders are. And just a quick example, I have someone who's on, who is desiring to be on the worship team and the instrument they play, they hadn't played since they were little. And it's one of the most difficult instruments. They are not ready to be on this platform, but you know what? That person comes to every worship practice and has been doing it for over a year. Over a year. Are they ready yet? No, not technically, but their heart is getting in line with the worship team. So when technically they're there, they're ready to step up like that. So. 
you know, another thing too I'd like to add on to that is um, recognizing too there's some things that you want to do and m maybe it's not necessarily time for that yet. Like I think, uh, let's give the example of the worship team. You know, it's like if I came here when I, when I first came here and I was like, I want to do Omnisphere. We'd be like, well, we're still working on these other main, like, instruments, you know, like, let's hold off on that, you know. So there's some things that's like, I want to jump in and I want to do this. Well, here, help me build that foundation yeah. of some other areas and then we'll get there together. Real good, You know, yes. it's like, like I think of media, you know, it's like right now, I'm working on getting broadcast set and I'm getting some amazing people involved in stepping up and it's awesome. But there's certain areas of media that I can't step into until we get that where it needs to be. So there's some things that's like I have that desire, I want to do it, I can see improvements, but until we get there, we get that foundation set, it might just be us preparing for that point. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's so. so cool. You know, a couple of years, uh, about a year and a half ago, we had to make a transition where our youth department was concerned. We were going through a couple of changes. And um, at that point in time, we didn't have but one youth leader. That was Andy. I thought about that. When uh, Goad made a transition and they ended up going to Louisiana altogether. And uh, over the past you know, year and a half, we've got about, uh, I guess, 10 to 12 strong, awesome youth leaders now. But none of them had ever like preached a whole sermon, so to speak, you know. But what we started June was just giving them snippets and nuggets here and ministry time here and just a little bit here and a little bit. Just take this one little topic and talk about it for like two minutes and it cultivates something. So we, in all of our departments, we want to season everyone to be, even like you were talking about teaching earlier, we're going we're gonna to look at what your heart's desires are, but also what the demand is in our departments and put you in a position that's going to grow the gift on the inside of you. Not just say, hey, do a whole entire service, you know. Uh, Charmaine recently joined our, our our spark team and she's seen that she doesn't have to have the whole weight of a whole entire service. She's always going to have a team around her that's helping her. And she just needs to make sure that everybody's in place. And then she can teach when she feels like she's supposed to, somebody else can teach something else. So you see, there's an aspect of no matter what department that you're in, you start at the beginning and then we eventually get you into the work. You're able to, to get in there, man, you could be you, you know, just, I'm not saying this is what you want to do, but you could be our next, you know, our next social media person. You know what I mean? It, it, it could go that fast through the, the desire and the determination that's on the inside of different people at different times. I just want to add into what Pastor Rico was saying. When I joined the media team, I wanted to learn how to do tech directing. It took, what, a year? Longer. <laughs> 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 a year and a half. But it's the process, you have to trust the process, you have to trust that your leader knows when you're ready to do that, and when you're ready to do that, then she will move into that step. Now, when, when you move from that step, now she's training me how to do pro presenters. So it's a process, and you have to be willing to walk in that process, and like you're saying, quote-unquote, submit to the leader in your team, and they will take you to the place you need to go. That's good. You know, I, I was grateful for, for um, Dr. Savell when I first started pastoring uh, or being here in staff. I, I didn't have to preach every Sunday. Thank goodness. You know, because like at the first time I preached, I preached everything I knew and that wasn't much. So, you know, it was like, man, it was like, man, I sure got a lot out in that 20 minutes. It was everything I knew, you know, and, it's, and I, I, I used to be like, man, what am I? man, how am I going to talk for 20 minutes? You know, uh, how am I going to talk for 40 minutes? And, you know, so, so, so for me, it's like, 
man. I, I, and now, now you're like, man, would you please shut up? No, <laughs> just, kidding. just kidding. But it, but it was a, pro, but it was a process. It was, it was to where, you know, four years ago when Dr. Savell and I were talking with and Annette and I and the Savells and, and he slid me a paper. He goes, well, I'll be here eight times next year. And so that was about four years ago. So since then, had a lot more of the autonomy and everything. So it was, um, I was appreciative of the process of growth, put it that way. So that's good. With more, with more responsibility. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, I watched a Hallmark with the girls. For some reason, we're on a Hallmark. Maybe you kick. Your daughter. God help man. us. But anyway, uh, but it was about it was about this girl. She wanted to be this big exec, and then she got the job, and she was like, "Oh my goodness, this." This is so much responsibility. So enjoy the process because with every step up, you get more responsibility right. and more time. That's right. You're awesome. <laughs> and you don't get red-faced anymore. And you don't get red <laughs> Maybe I am now. <laughs> yeah. I don't really have a question, but I just want to encourage everyone. Uh, I've got a good friend of mine that made a statement here a while back, and he said, if you are expecting something to happen, then you'll be willing to prepare. So a lot of us in this room probably have a lot in our hearts about what we're called to do. But my question to you is, what are you doing to prepare? That's good. That's all good. Proceed. What's on my heart to share is that I know I was serving in Spark before I transitioned to media. And I had always had it on my heart. I'd go up to Tessa and ask, how do you do that and all that stuff? But in that time when I was considering it, a big thing too, just to piggyback on what Pastor Cassie and some other people have said, like there's so many free resources though. Like, you know, you can learn anything on YouTube almost now. I know I've gotten like singing lessons now and those took me like through the roof. I was just like, wow, I can do this. You know what I mean? But all that on YouTube. So, and then to piggyback on what Troy is saying, like if you, if it's in your heart to do, even before you go to the leader, you can be preparing and seeing if this is something that you want to do so that you're not like the girl that is in the Hallmark movie and is like, whoa, this is too much. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that's important too. And God honors that. Yeah, that's, that's really good. You know, just um, you know, just everything you hear what I've heard. I'm like I said, we apologize. We had to step out for a little bit, but just that whole aspect of you know realizing that God's called us to do do something great, and 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 it's just it's just getting people on the us on the same page. And it's not about fulfilling. You know, it was never I never approached pastoring or this ministry as okay. I'm going to get mine. Yeah. Meaning. I'm going to fulfill my ministry, yeah. you know, and, and so, so, so for me, it's all, always been about how can I serve Dr. Savell, yes. and it's never been about can, you know, well, is my ministry going to be fulfilled? Is God going to use me? Or is, no, it's just like, I just showed up, you know, I just, it was just like, okay, I just do, yeah, it is totally just humility and serving. And, and so it's, for me, it's never been about, is my ministry going to be fulfilled? My thing is, is is can you help this ministry fulfill what it's called to do? Because I believe in the process, you will be fulfilled. So, Pastor Steve Munns always says, when you use the phrase, my ministry, then you're always in dangerous territory. Yeah. I think, Teresa. I have a question. Um, someone said they thought this was an op- a good question. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
there's a couple areas that that I don't see them on here, and I'm wondering where they would fit in. One would be the prayer ministry, is and what would that be under if that was considered? Is there opportunity in that, or as far as if someone was interested? And also, the other is um, um, helping people within the church meals. Does that fall under maybe outreach or something? Those would be two of my questions. I would think the meals, helping people with meals would be hospitality. Stephanie, is that correct? Actually, that runs in Miss Betty's, helps. the helps ministry. Coincide and so that'll, and that'll go and coincide with helps, helps ministry. ministry. Yeah. Prayer, prayer is a part of our experience. Uh, a part of our experience. So it's not necessarily a volunteer spot. That's something that we all do. And so if I had, if I had, to, if I had the time, I would challenge, if I had the time, I'd be in that prayer room myself on a Sunday morning. Uh, we do have uh, some key people that help lead and oversee that uh, meeting, the rights that couldn't be here this morning, as well as Miss Carolyn Rutan, and she's continuously growing her team. So that's an area the prayer department is existing and is something that is cultivated. Uh, we don't have it. We need to have it on there from the standpoint if that's a heart and passion for you because we've actually had 24-hour prayer that was set up uh, still going. Yeah, it's still going on. That was set up that you can get involved in. So we apologize that it's not on there. Uh, but it's an aspect that we expect every person that's in leadership to constantly be involved in. Uh, but also to get involved, uh, you would see Miss Carolyn. So I apologize that it's not on there. Uh, some in the standpoint of Carolyn Rutan is over our prayer department with Betty uh, right underneath her in that standpoint. So, Hopefully that answers your question. Thank you for asking that, Teresa. But yeah, we need to get that on the, the sheet because if you look at our vision <clears throat> for each year, the number one is prayer is the essential seed. That's, That's right. what I call it. And, exactly. And it, it is, is priority. And I, if, I, if it's okay, um, just, you know, it's one, one of those times there's seasons in every, everybody's lives. And, and Teresa and Tom both are amazing children's amazing. pastors. And so they've done that for us for years. And uh, you know, a couple of, a year, a little over a year ago, we they just transitioned them for a season just to get them involved in other areas because they're so valuable in other areas too. And so they're a perfect example of people that carry such a weighty anointing on their lives that are willing to do whatever, but also are constantly pressing towards God. Where's my role? I know Tom just stepped in as one of our uh, department, uh, helping in one of our departments in the media and the, in the broadcast aspect, which is something that he does over at KCM as well. So, you know, there's, there's times and seasons for doing whatever it is. And it's that willingness to do whatever that allows you to do more than you think that, he, that any of us think that any of us can do at different times and moments of our lives. So we're really appreciative of them. So yes, Miss Linda. Hold on. He's going to bring you the microphone. If you can do it in one area, you can do it in any area. That's right. Just had a question about um, getting involved and where that would fall with the Ministerial Alliance. Um, oh, Ministerial Association? Yeah. And, and I would be interested. So. Yeah. Do you want to answer that, Pastor? Or, or Pastor well, the, the main thing is it's... it's kind of limited right now in what we're doing but uh, but although we need to expand that so so we could set up some people that are interested in that aspect and bring people to the table um to find out how can we better improve how we're doing some things yeah. if i have some suggestions okay. to you or 
Pastor Annette? Or? For, you know, suggestions concerning the ministerial. Yeah, you probably could forward those with ideas and things like that through, you know, right out and we can set up a meeting. We'd love to meet with you about it. Yeah, that's cool. And that's a question, part of one of our, that's part of one of, and it's something that actually, that's an area for us. It's, a, it's, a, it's in cohesiveness with JSMI, Jerusalem Ministries International. So uh, it's an entity that we host as a church. Uh, here recently, we have taken more of a bigger role of taking over it. So Pastor Annette oversees it. We do the conference and everything else. Uh, but uh, it's an area that we're needing to grow in. And that's what Pastor Justin. So uh, it's a, it's a th- I thank you for having an interest in it. But it's that's an area too, though, that uh, it's uh, one of those. Uh, uh, of course, Linda, you would be really good at helping <laughs> in that area, uh, dealing with ministry outside of the church. Actually, so it's not actually a total church involvement from the standpoint of what we do, except post except well, post yeah. the conference once a year, and so it's something that. We, uh, that, you know, Heritage of Faith oversees four Jerry Savelle Ministries International. Does that make sense? So it's not a direct something that it's an outreach of the church. It's more of an outreach of Jerry Savelle Ministries International. And so it's a little different. That's how come we don't have. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I just have a comment. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that I'm so excited about, this whole uh, format of bringing the leaders together and all that's happened today is awesome. But I, you know, I just want to encourage the teams as they uh, prepare to, to uh, form their teams within uh, what we've talked about, the context, is that we pray that our teams would be fitly joined together as a body. Come on. And that everybody, every joint would supply internally and externally, that even with where we associate ourselves, yes. you know, in the connections and the relationships that, that we are fitly joined to those extensions, those relationships that would facilitate what God would have for us, whether it's with a, 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 vi- a vendor or another ministry or whatever yes. it may be, that Praise we are fitly joined together as a, a team. That's yeah. good. That's rich. You know, when, we, when I first came here three and a half years ago, the scripture the Lord gave us, the worship team, was Acts 2. They were all in one place with one accord and suddenly. And you can't have the suddenly without the one place and one accord and that unity and that working together, every part working together. It's, yeah. You know, uh, there's confessions that we do every week, and here's a whole page of them, but I'll just, a couple of them. You know, one is that we have all the right people in all the right places. Our volunteer base is increasing. They're strong, excellent, creative, and passionate about what they do and whom they serve. And then another one is, uh, um, at Heritage, we're rooted and ground the love of God. This love is producing passion, honor, humility, faith, and most of all, unity. So these are the things that we confess every week over this church body, you know, and it's, it's something big in our hearts, so... Okay, I'm nervous. I don't know how to ask this question. Um, it's just something that's been on my heart since I came here. And um, is there anyone that um, like coordinates like communication? Like, you know, when I started here, I remember going up to people, you know, greeters and stuff and saying, where do I take my gift for angel tree? And they're like, I don't know. And, you know, people were, and now I'm a bookstore, I get asked a lot of questions and I don't know the answers. The church we came from, everybody that was in, I guess it would be like the helps that was visual, got a newsletter every week by email. And so we knew 
you know, where, where Children's Church was, who was in charge of this, um, where to go if they wanted, we've had a question, Joe, about where do we buy the books for this class, where do we buy the books for that, do you have them, you know, um, and people come in for all kinds of questions, and I'm sure the greeters have the same thing, where people come and ask you questions, and, you know, you'd like to, we're there because we want to help, and would like to be able to direct them to where they want to go, and, you know, I'd, yeah. I'm like, I'd help do a newsletter if I had yeah. all the information, you know. Is there anybody that does that, or is there a department where we kind of, so that our visible people would have those? We're always running to Betty if I have questions. Betty, who's yeah. this? Who's, you know, it's... Yeah, I think I think it's when we had a news newsletter at some point at, at a time. But uh, Dawn used to do, do the newsletter. Um, but it was one of those things where it's 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 not something we you got to have someone to have the passion to do it, and it's not something that we could just continue on doing. Now, I, I think with that, that can that can help us out because it lets us know a need. It lets us know uh, a need and where we lack in communication. So, so as I look at Betty, I'm like looking at Betty. So Betty, Betty's on top of it. And so, so, so anyway, so what we can do is in, even in communication, even on Sunday mornings, um, that's really what a lot of our Sunday morning meetings should be, sh- should be about. Um, not just prayer, but just informative, giving information. Uh, this is what's going on. This, you know, we're receiving this offering today. Um, you know, the, you know. So, so go for. I mean, where if people bring us envelopes, where do we go? We'll find an usher, and where do we this? We'll find. You know, yeah. we're always looking for. Sorry, I am. Anyway. Well, no, I, I think I think that's good because for me, I'd go. want I'd want everyone to know where everything is. Like, you know, because I think it sounds it's a lack of excellence. So, where do I take my children? And and you're like, well, I don't know. You know, where where do they? T- I don't have children. I don't know where do the children go. I don't know. I don't see any children, but they're somewhere. You know. Know, some back room somewhere. There's children. I don't know where where the children go. So so I mean I think it, it, it's good as a matter of even as we bring volunteers on where there's that's part of that's part of training that's part of you know communicating um, you know so I think that helps out. So I appreciate the boldness and you asking your question. Yeah, so when we start to grow, we're going to need a map. We're going to need something so that no. our greeters will be able to say well you know to hand them something. Here's the map. This is where the children go. This is what's going on this week. And I know we've gotten away from um, having actual bulletins because sometimes the bulletin would show what's happening this week and and what's going on so just having that information on hand is is good you know and and i I don't think it's any coincidence that it's even been brought up in here i think that's something that you have to ask yourselves the questions too because this is brought up in this room so you if you have ideas thoughts uh insights uh capabilities and abilities to help in a situation like that, then it surfaces things that what you do, uh, and one of the things we'll, you'll learn on your team is ask depth charge, ask questions that are going to surface things that are going to help make us better. That's what we're constantly looking for. We're on a fact-finding mission. How can we get better at what we do? And that's exactly what you did there, Cindy. And so it, it lends to us, Cindy Linder, get that, lends to us uh, to be able to go, uh, to go to the next level in an area that all of us can help with in that aspect of things because it may just take a couple people, you know. When it comes to some of the things that we produce and bring to the table, there's a, a demand but the supply, where is the supply going to come from? Because it takes people in order to do, do what it is that we're called to do, but it also takes 
you know, witty ideas and inventions and, and so forth like that. And so it's being willing to get in the middle of it. Are you, what are we willing to do to help make that get accomplished? And so and if there's and, somebody doing that, like I'd be glad to help my strength is organization. So it kind of drives me. Yeah, you know, and that's great. So be able to have that information to people and I'd be willing to put it together. Yeah, you know, yeah it's perfect. All right, well, you exactly. give it So <laughs> that's, that's great. From yeah. that standpoint, so Betty's over here eyeing you. Yeah. Okay, so that's a great it, deal. It's 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 easy for. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you talk in just a second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Give, somebody give her she own mic. <laughs> microphone. No, you go. Ahead. No, main thing is just as 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 a lot of times in churches we um, we can assume we can assume that everyone knows knows things and and just because we're here every week or here every Sunday we we always need to view things from a standpoint of a first time visitor. You know, always, and not be thinking, oh, well, don't you know where that is? Well, actually, I don't. So, so just we just not having those assumptions. So, no, and that's good. It's that's excellent. I was going to say that as well as just being sensitive, and I appreciate that to be sensitive to people who are asking questions or who look like they're lost because there's nothing worse than going into like. Home Depot is the worst because I don't know anything about anything that's in there. And you're walking around going, is there anybody to ask what, you know, side? Yeah, there you go. What, what do I need? I don't even know what I need. Um, so as leaders, y'all need to be sensitive to that. Now, I've gone to like big, huge conventions, like, you know, women's conventions. And I love Joyce Meyer's ministry. They have... They make all of their volunteers wear these obnoxious orange shirts that say, ask me. And they're everywhere. And it says, ask me, ask me. If you need anything, ask me. And that's what we need to be like constantly. I mean, we don't need to wear obnoxious orange shirts, but you always have to be looking around like, can I help you with something? Is there something, can I, do you need help? Do you need help? Can I help you? I mean, seriously, because and you don't know who's walking in, and it, it's their first time, and they, don't, they really don't know where to take their child, or they don't know what's going on, and they won't come back again if there isn't someone going, yeah, can I help you? And, and if you don't know the answer, find somebody who does. You know, let me find out for you. Let's, and quickly pull us up online or something and find out what's going on this week. Because I, mean, I think we're on Instagram. If you go to our Instagram, if you search us, if you don't even know how to do that, because if you, yeah, if you have a new phone, you may not know how to do that. But um, find someone who does. <laughs> can you tell me what's happening this week? Yeah, we can show announcements and say announcements three weeks in a row, and people still don't get it sometimes. But anyway. Oh, Rochelle. Okay. Oh, it's her. But when we have like first-time visitors and stuff. You know, like they have families and stuff. I will take them to the, you know, where they're supposed to take the kid. And I think us as greeters or whoever should walk them instead of them walking by themselves because they're first time. Yeah. Yeah. Make them feel more welcome than just asking somebody. We should take the time to walk them ourselves. That's good. Instead of doing that. Yeah. yeah, that's cultivating a relationship too, and it, it gives you an opportunity maybe that could be the next person that you need on your next your next team. Yeah, so I'm here to serve really you. That's so. right. Not be married to a spot at the door, but be willing to move around. That's right. We, yeah. That's awesome. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. We have awesome greeters. Yes, we do. 
and it may just be redirecting them. I think sometimes trying to put, you know, too many things in people's hands can be a little interesting. But if you have the direction of going, hey, the, the people that are sitting right there, if they got a name tag on, because most of your greeters that are on that day usually have a tag on. So if, I, if you'll go right back in that room and, and talk to one of them, they'll tell you everything that you need to know about the direction that you're, the directions that you're asking. Did you have something, Charmaine? Yeah. there's something we don't know, we're asking questions, right? So ask questions, ask away. If you don't know something, and then once you get the knowledge, pass it on. Hello, I'm a long-time listener. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, first-time caller. This is our lightning, right. just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so the question I had, I know Pastor Rick mentioned um, earlier in one of the other sessions, that he wasn't necessarily called, you know, to be a pastor. He, he was an evangelist at heart, things like that. Um, and I know when I first got here, I had ideas and thoughts and different things of what I knew within my ability to do. But, but God basically rerouted me to where I needed to go to bring those things out from the person I'm under. So what I wanted to ask is, um, what's an easy way we can discern what's a God idea we're to foster within us versus something we have an opinion about so that way we're not ending up in that, that you know, infertility, so to speak, of the vision of the church. That's good. Good question. Can I, that? I got it. You, know you got an idea? Go for it. You can go first. Are you talking about when you have ideas? No, I'm just, he's talking about direction. direction. When's a God idea and a, and a good idea, which... You know where I like to start when I'm praying, like if I'm praying about the worship team, um, and I love what you said a little bit ago, ago, you're not going to go preach some doctrine that Dr. Savell doesn't preach, right? Now, what you gather from him, we should build on it and go to another level, but it, it won't veer off. So I always encourage like people that are on my team or whatever look here's the vision here's the vein this is the mandate so you know it's always good to have parameters to pray and receive direction from does that make sense so if it's something that isn't within the parameter of the vision of the team then it might be that might be one of those things that needs to table and you just let it incubate until the time for it. Does it make? Does that answer it a little bit? Maybe or start. Yeah. 
Tessa has something. Why don't you take that to Tessa first? While she's getting the microphone, you know, I, I think really j just the, the, that same aspect or that same idea of it's all of a sudden if I have this calling to do something, but yet you never heard it come from the pastors. You never heard it come from spoken of. It's not within our vision of what we're doing. Don't try, don't try to force that. You know, there's um, there was a great book that was a uh, called Experiencing God, and mm -hmm. and he um, Henry Blackaby, Blackaby, and he he just uh, you talked. About, he he wanted to start he wanted to start small groups, and so he went out and he tried to start these small groups, and they failed, and and they and they just didn't work. And then all of a sudden he showed up on a college campus, and all of a sudden he he had people come to him and ask him questions. And next thing you know, he had questions he had answers from someone else. So he he said, get involved with, with what God is doing right now. Yeah. Don't, a lot of times people are trying to start something themselves instead of, okay, what is God saying right now? What is God doing right now? And get involved with that. And the next thing you know, he was out trying to do these other groups that he was trying to do. But all of a sudden he said, well, God's working here because they're has, asking me questions. So let me start a Bible study in this college campus. And the next thing you know, it went to where it was thousands of people, you know, but he got involved with where God is working, not trying to force where he was working. That's so good. Oh. Yeah. Tessa? Uh, yeah, the thing I was going to say... It goes right along with that, but just that God ideas don't expire. And so, oh, you know, there's been, like, I remember when I first came here, and I was like, okay, Fellowship One, it, just looking at it, like, made me want to vomit. <laughs> but um, that was our old membership <laughs> management, and I'm not a member, I don't know that kind of stuff, but, and I had researched PCO and stuff, and I presented it, and we were like, no, we're not going to do that. And I was like, okay. And I didn't every week say, hey, we should do PCO. Hey, we should do PCO. Hey, we should. <laughs> but a year later, we were like, hey, we need to do PCO. You know, and it wasn't even coming from me saying we need to do PCO. But when the time came for it to happen, all the research and everything was there. But it wasn't, you know, it was one of those things that's like I didn't, because I had the idea, think that, well, I heard from God, so you guys need to listen to me. It was, hey. Here's my suggestion. Yeah, that's and a then a year later, point, when it Tessa. was time to do it, super good. God made it happen. So you that's, know, I was going to say with the Dean Racky model, um, with that, it's worked a lot with Rick and our relationship, um, and and with so many just different people is is as a pastor, you can carry the weight of, of a lot of different things. And so it's not about, okay, going here and going there and, and doing this. No, okay, what is God saying? What is God speaking? And so, so a lot of times what Dean Racky says is you sow the seed. That's right. And you only sow it one time. That's right. You just, you just sow the seed, meaning the idea. Yeah. You sow the idea, and then you let then you let God germinate that seed. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, you know. Paul's, you know, what Paul sowed, Apollos water, but God gave the increase. So all your responsibility is sowing the idea and sowing the seed. Let God germinate it, because it will be germinated at the right time. And and so you know, with that, and reason with the fellowship one is we had already invested so much, and we're trying to, you know, make a dead horse live, and uh, and and so. Uh, and we, we didn't we didn't have that we didn't have that anointing that Rick had to raise horses from the dead and and you know there's there's some, some ideas do need to die <laughs> um, you know uh, fellowship one was one of them uh, it works great for gateway but you have to have like four you know uh, IT people to run it and it's, I think they switched yeah they use PCO as well yeah so they use they PCO. use both they use both actually yeah, but. So. Uh, in light of, you know, when you think about that, and we're, we're going to uh, only have time for maybe one more question if there is somebody out there with one, but uh, um, just because we respect your time, it's real important for y'all to know that. Um, and in light of that, I was thinking about Keith Moore, and he was talking about uh, Brother Hagen 
and he said, Brother Hagen would come and he'd say, you know, the Lord's been talking to me about this, this, and this. And you should pray about it. He said, sometimes it'd be two, two and a half years before he ever revisited it or ever said another word about it. And uh, there's, there's, a, there's a process that people, and, and just sowing that seed like Tessa talked about, there's, uh, there's a time and a season for everything under the sun. And you have to trust, you know, uh, Pastor Justin, I love, he's, he uses this a lot in the aspect, you know, um, a good decision at the wrong time is a bad decision. Now, how you the right decision at the wrong time is still a wrong decision. Yeah, yeah the right decision at the wrong time. And, and you think about that because, you know, um, timing, you know, there's that saying timing is everything. And so it's like um, people were really big on us when, when, when I first got back here. We were like, man, we need outreach. We need to be doing this. The reality of it is we couldn't handle the influx of any more people in our church. It's going to be real with you. We, if we had more people, we didn't have enough volunteers in, in children's or volunteers in this area or volunteers. So we, for us to go out and do a major outreach, if we got a, a, a hundred people saved, where were we going to put them to hold it you know, seriously? So there's an aspect. We know those things are in us, but timing is huge. And so that's such a good answer. Do you see how powerful this is? to sit on a team. And you know, the other thing is, is don't feel like your way has to be the, I think that's really what you got. There's so many great ideas that are out there. And I always say this, if you're anxious for something, then you're in the flesh. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication, make your request known unto God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and minds, which are in Christ Jesus. If it's a God idea, trust God. Unless the Lord build the house, those who labor, labor in vain. And God's not going to hide anything from Pastor Justin or Annette. If God's wanting us to go in a direction, or Dr. Savelle. So if, there, if God's wanting us, the moment that we, he or all of us come together and we get these ideas, when he goes to Dr. Savelle, lays him in. If Dr. Savelle looks at it and goes, oh, I'm not sure if we need, we're okay. We'll shut the door on that one until it's time. To, just reality check. We're not going to do anything different than what we're asking you to do from that standpoint, too if that helps you guys where some of those things are concerned. Because, yeah, it'd be great to have this, another pamphlet. You know, we count the costs. There's so many. We look at statistics. We look at how many people come in. We look at how many people are going out. We look at what's working, what's not working. We recognize that we're constantly having to make the change. There's a bell curve that's involved in any part of ministry. What worked at one time doesn't necessarily work tomorrow. And so, but the quicker we can learn that and figure what, what is working, we're going to make the changes. What happens is if we don't make changes in the process of going to our desired end, you know? And so what we've learned, uh, even just where the bulletin, we made a decision based on, the, on no bulletin anymore because of, statistically speaking, it's one of the worst ways to communicate across the board. You know, we're learning things. And even at one time where, vol- where, um, where announcement videos were the bomb, uh, there's, a, there's a, a, a shift that's taking place and the attention that people are getting and, and so forth. So we're constantly having, a, media is one of those things that constantly has a changing curve. And if you're not on top of it, you, you're going to get left behind in a quick hurry. And so part of any endeavor that you take as a ministry and us as a team is communication is what the devil's trying to get it, 
try to keep us from doing anyway. And so you have to, we recognize that and we're going to do everything that we can, but that's part of what you're helping us do. You communicating to us, which is a great idea, is we're going to figure out, okay, what is going to work? How can we simplify things? Can we make something that's going to be easy? It doesn't have to be a full out bulletin, but is there something that we can do to make some changes? And it's an enlightenment that gives us, there is an awareness here that, okay, now let's see if we can't make some changes, especially if we have somebody. Other thing is, is having the personnel to do all those different things. It's great to have all of them because they all do work to some extent, but it's having enough people to be able to get them across. So that was so good that Cindy was like, I'll help with whatever. So that's really good in helping us. And y'all are doing this with us. And so this is what we want to continue to cultivate, not only in a setting like this, but in our individual settings. Praying in the Holy Ghost too over your leaders. Amen. Yeah. You know, you may have an idea. Don't go, okay, this idea in the name of Jesus, Lord, tell pastor he needs to do this. And that's all you're interceding uh, for for the next two yeah, years. Oh, the, or Linda, am I right? That's the wrong <laughs> way to approach prayer. No, I thank you that my, my pastor has the mind of Christ. Or I thank you that my team leader has the mm, mind of Christ. Right. The thoughts, purposes, and, and intentions of your heart, Father, in the name of Jesus, wisdom comes to them. The eyes of their understand. You're praying the word. So whatever your team leader or your pastor comes up with is going to be God. Right. That's right. I appreciate that in them because they, they protect the anointing. Just like we're called to protect the anointing on this house and on their ministry, they, all, they are very good at protecting the anointing on our lives as well as your life. So it's one of those things that we look at, okay, I don't want to tax our people more than what we're taxing them. So we're not going to do that just yet, even though it's a good idea. And it's probably going to be something that we eventually end up doing. We're just going to hold off on it a little bit longer until we have this, this, and this. And that's something that we trust. We've learned to really, I'm really thankful for Pastor Justin and that because, you know, they're always, they have our back. Just like you have their back, they're going to have your back. And that's what every team is supposed to be about is us making sure that we're going in the direction that we need to as a team. Can I close with a scripture? Going to anyway, so. Uh, a, year and, uh, a year and a couple months ago, uh, the Lord gave me this. He said, this is about leaders. He says, I'm gathering leaders to you in this hour, so don't be afraid to step out of the box and release, implement, and empower. Have your eyes open and your spirit man ready because there's high potential people and they'll cause you to be steady. And then he took me to Ezra chapter 7, verse 28. And it says this, and who has extended his mercy and steadfast love to me before the king, his counselors, and all the king's mighty officers? I was strengthened and encouraged, for the hand of the Lord my God was upon me, and I gathered together outstanding men of Israel to go with me to Jerusalem. And the Lord showed me the scripture. I was like, what, what, why the scripture? And he, said, and he said, when the God's hand was upon me. I gathered together outstanding men of Israel. There's a connection between the anointing that's on your life and the gathering of outstanding men. And realizing what he was asking Ezra to do, he couldn't do it by himself. He couldn't do it on his own. But he realized God's hand was on him. And because of that, he was going to be able to gather outstanding men with him. And so I'm looking at a room full of outstanding men and outstanding women um, that's going, that have God's hand on them. And we are going to fulfill everything we're called to do as a church and ministry. Amen. And just appreciate your time. I appreciate Rick and Cassie and his entire team and Stephanie and the hospitality team. Give them all a hand for, uh, for today and all of that. And, and uh, I'm just excited about where we're going as a church and Amen. as a family. And uh, we love you all dearly. 
and looking forward to this journey. So take um, some time over this next week, spend some time in your prayer closet or on your mountaintop, seeking the Lord and asking God, what is it, my role? What am I called to do here to make a bigger difference or make a difference at all? And just, uh, and just, uh, listen to God. You'll, you'll get some direction. Uh, just, uh, take that time and, and drop back to us, get back to us within the next week. And, uh, you'll be getting an email, uh, early part of this next week, just thanking y'all for coming out here. And if there's any other things that we'd like to communicate to you, we will, uh, join a team. If you're not on a team already, uh, you'll get an experience of a lifetime. We have some amazing leaders that are, uh, implementing these things already and want to help take you to another level. So, uh, thank you for being again, a part of this, like pastor Justin, has said that uh, we are honored and privileged to walk through life with you guys and uh, look forward to the more. If you do have any additional questions, write them on a note card and, and make sure that you put them up here. You can put them on the podium before you leave today. That way we'll have them. We'll gather them and uh, we'll, we'll try to answer those as well. So thank y'all for everything. Anything?